There are the fires. They just keep getting hotter, higher, and brighter. All down the west coast of North America, as the weekend started, the Dixie Fire in California grew 25% overnight, becoming the third largest fire in state history. This year, the fire started early, one month earlier than normal. West Coast states and provinces already in a state of drought, seeing wildfires caused by dry lightning and humans taking a deadly toll. Start in the north, British Columbia, 300 wildfires. Washington state, 31 new wildfires sparked in a day by lightning storms. But the largest wildfires continue to burn in Oregon, California, and Nevada. Historic California gold mining town Greenville incinerated in a few short hours in the Sierra Nevadas. People escaping, some with literally and only the shirts on their backs. The forecast? They won't end soon. If you're a Christian, it's time to remember, Christ has not left you alone in this world's chaos. I'm Charles Morris, and this is Haven Today, a program that's all about Jesus. And today we open a new series called Christ in the Chaos. These fires, as I just said, are not going away soon. Chaos swirls around us. If it's not the fires, it's the drought. It's the rain. It's the COVID Delta variant filling up hospitals in Florida, in Louisiana, and elsewhere. But those flames are the most visible. Tony Lubay is on the front line, pastoring a Bible church in Northern California next to the now-missing town of Greenville. It's as dark as it is on a winter night at five o'clock in the evening. I mean, it's dark and the sun is up there somewhere, but you can't even see an orange disc. It's the smoke's dense. Pastor Tony Lubay describing what he's seeing and experiencing in Northern California right now. He'll be back with us in a moment to share more of his story. But first, I think we need a moment of quiet, a moment of meditation on the Lord and on the Lord's word. Psalm 62, 5 and 6 tells us, Let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will not be shaken. So let's wait quietly together with an instrumental song inspired by this psalm passage we just heard, coming from my friend, Jay Stalker.
piano instrumental inspired from Psalm 62, simply called Quietly. The composer and producer of this album is the same person who gave us the scripture lullabies that we've had on the program before. Jay Stalker is back with an album filled with songs just like this to help you slow down, to help you wait upon the Lord. Jay's going to be with us in a few minutes to talk about this album. And after the program, I'd like to send you a copy for your gift to help support Haven Today. Our number to call after the program is 800-654-2836, 865-HAVEN. Or on our website, listen to some of the samples we have from the album called Quietly. And then you can make your gift and ask for the CD. It's a piano album by Jay Stalker at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. Now let's return to Northern California, Pastor Tony Lube with the Standish Bible Church. He's very close to the third largest fire in California history, a few miles away as it burns. My assistant, Chris Smith, asked Tony to paint a picture for us of what he's seeing right now. I just came from Susanville, and uh, it it it's as dark as it is on a winter night at five o'clock in the evening. I mean, it's dark and the sun is up there somewhere, but you can't even see an orange disc. It's the smoke's dense. A lot of ashes falling out of the sky. Uh, At times it's, it's uh, pretty thick. And at times it's sporadic. It just uh, depends on wind currents, I guess. The areas that have been evacuated, obviously people aren't allowed in unless you're fire personnel or some kind of emergency services personnel. We have had fire crews at our motels and hotels around this area. And I mean, it's some of these people been on the line for two days, three days, and they come in, they get a meal, they take a shower, they clean up and they go right back out on the line. It's not a bad thing, but it makes it tough for people that have to evacuate. They have to leave the area. There's just nothing for them here. And we just had fires in the south part of our county about a month ago. And in that fire... Um, the community of Doyle was pretty hard hit in the Beckworth complex, came over the ridge, and there's 33 homes that were lost there. That's a small community, so that impacts them pretty hard. A close friend of mine lost his home, and it's just uh, a lot of hurting all around us right now. Pastor Tony, describing the chaos he's seeing in Northern California with the Dixie Fire raging out of control there. We asked him how Christians can be praying for the area. I guess they can pray that God's people will see this as an opportunity to love their neighbor, especially people that might even be at a limited distance from this and who are relatively safe. Um, Yes, it's not in your backyard, but we need to be our brother's keeper. Right. And uh, love our neighbor. I mean, there's opportunities for service around us, and we need to pursue those, I think. And they can pray for people who, I mean, People I know that have been through this kind of experience, I think the hardest thing is the intangible, I mean, the stuff that it's not worth any money, but it's pictures of your great-grandparents' wedding. It's, it's pictures of your children when they were small. You grabbed some clothes, you grabbed your important papers, um, you grabbed your Bible and stuff, and you got in the car and you got out. But you come back and you've lost things that are irreplaceable. And there's an emotional price tag on things like that. Pray for people that have, there's things that they just, 
they'll never re- be able to replace them in this life. Something else that people can pray for is pray for the fire crews. Um, I know a number of believers that are on crews and who are fighting fire. I also know, having done it myself many years ago, that it can be a dangerous occupation. I mean, it's uh, they're doing the best they can. And they, there's, I think, well over, I think, close to 5,500 people on this fire right now. We also asked Tony if he could share some words of encouragement for people facing chaotic times, like the fire near him. A friend of mine who is also one of our leaders in our church, one of my elders, and he lost his home to a house fire years ago, and everything was destroyed. But his children happened to be out of the home. His, he and his wife, he didn't lose his life. He didn't lose his children. His Nobody was injured. And he said, you know, I got what I need. I mean, I've never seen a trailer hitch in a coffin. I think what I would try to encourage people is to keep first things first, to look at what's really important, and you can replace stuff. Focus on what lasts. If I lost everything today, I'd still have Jesus. I think the one thing that we can all focus on is what is predictable. We know that God is good. We know that God is faithful. We know that although I can lose everything, what he promised me physically in this life is food and clothing. He didn't promise me a car. He didn't promise me a roof over my head, although I'm very grateful to have it. I try try to focus. I try to urge people to focus on what's important and to look for opportunities to be salt and light in the midst of this because people are hurting and they need people to love on them and they need people to talk to them. Focus on what's important. And I know Pastor Tony, there at Standish Bible Church in California, would say the most important thing is to look to Jesus. This is Haven Today in a program called Christ in the Chaos. Jay Stocker will be with us in a moment to talk about his instrumental album called Quietly. You're hearing some of that underneath me right now with a song called God is Able. Large fires, whether in forests or in the cities, are nothing new. The Great Fire in Chicago, 1871. The San Francisco Fire, 1906. But an even greater fire took place in the first century in ancient Rome. Nero may have started the fire that swept across the capital city of one and a half to two million people. He blamed the Christians, part of the growing early church. Chaos comes with fire. It was the Roman historian Tacitus who described that fire that he witnessed as a young child, terrified, shrieking women, old and young, people intent on their own safety, people unselfishly helping invalids or waiting on them, fugitives and lingerers alike, all heightened the confusion. When they escaped to a neighboring quarter, the fire followed. Even districts considered remote proved to be involved. Finally, with no idea of where or what to flee, they crowded on to the country roads or lay down in the fields. Some who had lost everything, including their food for the day, 
could have escaped, but preferred to die. Nothing but chaos described by the Roman Tacitus. The Apostle Peter could have been there and could have been martyred around the fire that started that summer of A.D. 64 in July, a fire that burned for six days and seven nights. Christians suffered the impact. Even Nero saw his palace burn to the ground. The non-stop circus where the Christians were fed to the lions was forced to close. Christians of all times have seen chaos, and maybe you're living with chaos today. It may not be these wildfires. It could be something else. But there's one thing every follower of Jesus must remember. Christ is in your chaos. You may suffer. You may lose your property. People around you may die. You may die. But Jesus is still with you. So what do we do when we are surrounded by our chaos? Well, of course, we take caution. We help others. We try and get away, but we take comfort in our Lord Jesus. I am with you, he told us. Listen to me. Follow me. I will see you to the end. And of course, the end in Christ is only the beginning in Christ. He's with you and watching over you in the now, but also in the forever. So let's take heart today. Take heart, not just in the words of Jesus, but in his power and in his strength that he offers you and me today and tomorrow and forever. music you're hearing underneath right now is by a friend of mine. We've had him on the program more than once. Let's go to Fort Collins, Colorado and Jay Stalker, who is the person behind the Hidden in My Heart Scripture Lullaby series. Jay, good to be with you. I hope it's a beautiful day in the Rockies and wish I were with you today. It is a beautiful day here. We've got sunshine and 85 degrees today. Can't complain. Every day is a beautiful day in the Rockies, as they say. (laughs) Well, Jay, we were just listening to some music that's an instrumental. It it differs from Hidden in My Heart. You're really, even though words are not on this album, it's totally instrumental. You're still drawing from the scriptures, aren't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I I read the word as much as I can 
try to every day, and especially while we were doing this album. And there are three scriptures for each song on the album. Um, there's you can find where to download that in the liner notes. And each each song we recommend three scriptures that go with it. And it's really interesting because in this case, a lot of times the scriptures would inform the music, but then sometimes the music would inform what scriptures we found that kind of went along with the scripture. So there really is um, a powerful scriptural message in, in even though they are instrumental songs. Mm. Uh, What have you heard from people who've, who've, listened to it and who've reached out and and commented to you about this album yeah you know i i think that quietly ministers in a different way than the hidden in my heart series um you know you think about sometimes you need god's word to speak to you and there's there's scripture with hidden my heart series and with with quietly with quietly I feel like we need to just sometimes be still before the Lord and mm-hmm. allow him to speak the word specific to our situation, to what we're going through. And when you talk about what everybody's been going through this last year and a half, um, boy, we have never needed to hear the Lord's voice more than we do right now. Mm. And I, I really feel like that's what we hear more than anything else is that people just put it on. They're still before the Lord and God speaks to them. God ministers to their soul uh, in just a really powerful way through this music, just like he did when uh, when Saul called David into mm. to play the harp for him, that was instrumental music. Yes, and it was. It was powerful enough to where it it the the evil spirit was released from Saul whenever David would begin to play. I was just thinking about that before you mentioned it. We don't really know uh, mm-hmm. what the tunes were that David played. We don't really know what the harp that he was playing sounded like, right. and yet we know it was soothing and it was used by the Lord, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think of your music and I think of it in the same way. This is music that needs to touch our hearts and our soul, and yes. and, 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 and as you said, quoting scripture, make us still before the Lord and know that I am God, as yes. we're told in scripture well do you feel like people who are going through anxiety who are going through depression uh for whatever reason whether it's a pandemic or or Mm -hmm. or someone who's died around them for any reason whatever do you hear from them do you hear people get in touch with you and say thank you yeah yeah we do all the time and I would say the Hidden in My Heart series, we hear that quite a bit. But then with Quietly, people really are ministered to by this music. It's, I, you know, the Word of God says that it's the anointing that breaks the yoke and the yoke of bondage. And the bondage of anxiety and stress in our lives, um, I think that music has the anointing. It's not all music, of course, but but music that is anointed, and I believe this music is anointed, to break the yoke of bondage in our lives. And that whether that be anxiety or stress or um, whatever somebody's going through, uh, this it really does have the power to do that. Was that your prayer, Jay? Did you actually pray that the Lord would use this to, to break through into the hearts of people? I wouldn't say specifically that I prayed that, but I did have 
pastors in mind when we when we made this album. My dad was a pastor of a big church here in Colorado. We've talked about that, but uh, I saw the stress that he would go through. And so when we released this album, we gave it to a bunch of pastors and we heard back from them, a lot of them, of how it ministered to them. And they were so appreciative that we, we were able to give it to them. Mm, mm, that's great. Jay Stucker, thank you so much for joining us from Northern Colorado. And I'm so glad to have learned it's a beautiful day in the Rockies. <laughs> sure is. Thank you, Charles. Thanks for having me on. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those whose hope is in his unfailing love. Psalm 33, 18. Your love, Lord, reaches to the heavens, your faithfulness to the skies. Psalm 36, 5. But you, Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. Psalm 86, 15. The scriptures that I just read from the Psalms, the words that Jay Stalker was drawing from and meditating on when he wrote this song called Steadfast from his Quietly album. You're listening to Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris with a program called Christ in the Chaos. From COVID to politics, from fires to downpours from riots and protests to the personal problems we all face daily. Life is chaos. And that's why I want to send you this special album that Jay Stalker has created for us. Yes, it is an instrumental, but every song on Quietly was written to help you meditate on God's Word and find peace in your chaos. As Jay writes on the album, I pray the music provides an atmosphere of peace, a haven for you to experience God's gentle, reassuring presence. 
I've been listening to this album since Jay gave it to me back this last March. And I can say it will help you in your quiet time with the Lord. And with key scriptures given for each song, it'll be one of the best Bible studies you've experienced in a very long time. Why don't you call us right now and ask for the CD called Quietly, a piano album from the creator of Scripture Lullabies. And for your gift to the ministry, we'll send it to you right away. Our number to call is 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. Or visit our website, listen to samples of all the songs, and download the free PDF with all the scriptures that each song is based on. And then you can make your gift and ask for the CD quietly at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for starting your week with me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we get to share together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. The love of Jesus is, well, there are a lot of ways to finish that sentence, aren't there? My question is, how would you finish that sentence? A hymn writer once put it like this, Oh, the deep, deep love of Jesus, vast, unmeasured, boundless, and free. It's the picture of an ocean, waves rolling from horizon to horizon, going on seemingly forever. But unlike any ocean, God is without end, far greater than we can imagine. As Isaiah put it, who else has held the oceans in his hand? And, of course, think about it. The answer is no one else, only the God who made them. Get started with Anchor Devotional, delivered in print monthly. Visit GetAnchor.com.